Glory to Jesus Christ. You may have noticed I went back into the altar because in commemorating Philaret, the Metropolitan of Moscow, whose feast is tomorrow, today, uh, I could not say something about Philaret of Moscow, so I had to go and get the recorder. St. Philaret of Moscow is a relatively new saint who's been added to the calendar. Uh, and in some ways, it's fitting that Obadiah is also commemorated on the same day, where Philaret was uh, a hierarch of the church. He was a very learned man. Uh, he was very invested in scholarship of the Bible and of the fathers. So we have a commemoration of the prophet Obadiah, we have a commemoration of a great leader of the Russian church and translator, uh, compiler, um, there's also a, a catechism that you can actually find of Philaret in English. Uh, it's pretty 19th century, so it may be, in some ways, as useful. In other ways, it will not ask a lot of the questions that a 21st century person would ask, uh, but it's something that exists in English. I believe also there's some homilies of his available in English uh, to be able to read. But Philaret is also important because he is... Uh, was closely related to the Obtina Monastery and the Obtina Elders. And a part of the reason why you maybe heard of the Obtina Elders, well, who has not heard of the Obtina Elders? A few? Okay, so, uh, who is familiar with the Brothers Karamazov from Dostoevsky? The monk uh, that uh, has the love of the world that all of the scenes in Brother Karamazov, uh, the struggle of the monastery, what does it mean to be in the world or out of the world uh, in, the, in the monastery, uh, the direct quote practically from St. Isaac the Syrian uh, that is there embedded uh, on the lips of, I'm forgetting the particular monk, Father Stephen, I'm sure. Zos, how could I forget that? <laughs> Uh, he, it's said that he was modeled off of maybe St. Kikon Sadansk, uh, maybe uh, an Obtina elder. Um, but Dostoevsky was uh, a frequenter, went to the, uh, the Obtina monastery, as did Tolstoy, but the story of Tolstoy and Obtina monastery is a completely different type of story. Uh, but Dostoevsky had a great love for the Obtina monastery because at the Obtina monastery, they were involved with not only having monastic life uh, and a deep spiritual life, uh, but tied to that was the production and editing of a lot of books uh, that they had a very uh, strong hand in reviving or disseminating um, monastic, but not just monastic, but you could say Hezekiah, Hezekastic, or philokaliac, these are big words, but they are basically a particular set of later fathers within the church that they were very uh, instrumental in providing translations and then disseminating them throughout the Russian Empire at the time. And who did they get the, um, the stamp of approval from and who did they communicate with throughout this process? Uh, but it would be Philaret of Moscow. There's usually saints, uh, if they're not family members, there's usually networks of them. Uh, it's not typical that we have 
uh, a saint who just kind of um, is an outlier, uh, there's usually a whole network of saints that are related to each other. And it's, I think, the underlines for us that the work that we all have in the kingdom is that we're relying upon not only the fathers and mothers that have gone us before in the faith, uh, that we rely on the spirit that has guided them and the wisdom that they receive from the Holy Spirit, uh, but that we also, uh, in our day and age, are related to a whole network of people who make things happen. Uh, and to be constantly reminded of our, our roots that go backwards, but also how we are supported and uplifted by a network of people around us, even in doing things and making things happen that we don't even really think about all the time. For example, I bet most of you don't realize how much work it takes to set up the books just to do a service. Uh, that's at least, my guess, 10 or 15 minutes if it's already, if, it, if there's nothing out of uh, order, <laughs> or there's not a question about the service. Just, just to get the things into the place, it might even take more time than that. Um, that there are all sorts of folks who do things here at St. Anne's, but then throughout uh, the deanery that we have, or the diocese that we have, or through the OCA. Um, that there are all sorts of folks who are working and doing things, which underlined from this past Sunday, uh, the OCA Stewardship Sunday, which is uh, a fund and a uh, source of um, support for the OCA for all of the things that help uh, a local parish priest and a local parish and choir be able to do the things that they do at the level uh, that they do it. So let us remember always the roots, where we come from, who we are dependent upon, who are relied upon, and not um, float away when it's such a common myth that we are kind of always pulling ourselves up by our own bootstraps and doing it Lone Ranger style. The Orthodox uh, way of life is dramatically opposed to this, uh, and it very much encourages, uh, shapes you to be not only aware of those who have gone before you, as we always have a commemoration of a saint who goes before us, uh, but that there's an, an entire network around you of people who you are dependent upon, whether or not you realize that you are dependent upon them. And let's give thanks to God that we have that network and those roots to get, uh, give us direction, insight, wisdom, uh, to be able to follow God, uh, to cry out to Him, to live out the repentance that we have before us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.